With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing. Professional support for Law Talk Radio comes from sponsor advertisers who cover our production fees. We encourage our friends and colleagues to help sponsor the production of our Law Talk Radio programs. Please send me an email for more information on sponsor plans and benefits at nick, N-I-C-K, at lonestarcontentmarketing.com. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to our episodes in your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share because all of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at lonestarcontentmarketing.com where you may also uh, find links to our Facebook page uh, and our Law Talk Radio Facebook pages out there as well. So uh, that's how people find great content and good ideas. Uh, that we uh, work so hard to put these together for everyone uh, when people share them and click that like button and uh, let their friends know about everything we're talking about with regards to building a law practice. So um, this is episode 16 of the Building Your Law Practice series with Jim Thompson and myself, Nick Augustine. And today we're talking about uh, tracking where the business is coming from. Uh, We ask a lot of folks if they know where their business is coming from or who is sending them referrals uh, and sometimes new and referral clients also f- follow a different path uh, from when they first receive a referral to getting on the phone or sitting down at the desk in front of you. Uh, and most folks are going through social media pages and websites and are really doing their shopping before they uh, – or doing their research, rather, before they go in and hire someone. Uh, there's so many websites out there, rating attorneys, uh, so on and so forth. So many people talk. People usually give – three or four referrals at a time sometimes. So really it's difficult to know what we're doing right and what we could do better unless we really drill down to tracking the source of business and building this into our business habits as a necessary habit we all need to adopt. Again, we're talking about referrals because referrals are always the lifeblood of any business, especially for lawyers. So why is it then that lawyers are not getting the referrals they need to grow their practice? Well, this was the question that we sought out to answer, and it was also the subject of Jim Thompson's book um, called Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. Jim has been sharing uh, many reasons why lawyers are not getting referrals and some of the things they can do to grow the referral base with uh, real cost-effective activities. Uh, So that is really what we're both talking about here. Uh, Again, Jim Thompson is a retired lawyer who's well-known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through very, very simple and cost-effective activities, really a lot of habit building. Uh, Jim, again, is the author of Why Lawyers Fail to Get Referrals and What They Can Do About It. Um, he'll give you an uh, email address during the program, uh, so any of you all out there interested in the book can uh, get a copy of the ebook. Uh, my name is Nick Augustine. I'm the principal of Lone Star Content Marketing in Denton, Texas. And my company helps lawyers 
as well as small business people, share tips and stories about their practice areas and really telling people what they do uh, by writing their blog content, managing social media, and producing their internet radio podcasts, uh, videos, and other marketing and content-related matter there. So by way of short disclaimer, this is uh, the Law Talk Radio Show. It's a general information program, and the advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice. Uh, Communication with attorneys uh, among guests and callers on our show does not give rise to attorney-client relationships. And if anyone has any questions, they should consult with an attorney in their area. All rights to this broadcast are reserved, and it's time to say hello to Jim. Hey, good morning, Nick. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I finally broke down and turned on the air conditioner, and I'm glad because it's right around that, like, June 1st part. I went outside. I had to run to the grocery store this morning, and it was already quite hot and humid outside, so my temperate-controlled environment is here, and I'm ready to sit indoors for most of the hot Texas summer and get some good work done. Okay, great. Uh, you know, you, you brought up the subject uh, in your intro about tracking, and we're going to talk about that extensively today um, and a few other things. But, but, you know, I would bet if I went up to, and I've done this, quite frankly, so I don't really need to, to, to bet with anybody. If I went up to a lawyer and I said, you know, where, where did your last five uh, clients come from? How'd you get them? And they'd go, well, um, let's see. Yeah, I got John. Um, uh, he was, I think, referred to by, uh, and then there's Susie, who uh, I think she saw. I, I, you know, hmm, that's you know, a lot of that hmm, from, that's a lot of him and, and on there, buddy. That, <laughs> Sounds that, like you don't know. That's exactly what it is. People, and not just lawyers. You know, I'm picking on lawyers because I. I, I I want lawyers to really start thinking in terms of marketing and referrals and getting business. But all, all businesses, I talk to other small business owners, obviously, in, in doing some of the work I do. And, uh, you know, for perhaps the most glowing, glowing example that, that I can really relate to are, are lawyers who still buy the back page of a yellow page. You know, and, and depending on where you are, you know, what it's going to cost you. But some of these guys are spending up to five to $10,000 a month to be in particular yellow pages at certain things. And I know boy, I used to, I, I mentioned to him, and it used to bore me that you know, with everything else that's out there, you know, all the social media websites and everything, the yellow pages are still surviving. And I, 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 I asked a few of the attorneys that I know that I've, I've seen some of their ads, they go, well, how's that working for you? And I just said, like, well, what do you mean? Well, how many clients are you getting from that? Um, again, they don't know. They're spending five, ten thousand dollars a month, even two thousand dollars a month, even five hundred dollars a month. And you go, what's your return on investment? Where, where are your clients coming from? You got this nice yellow page ad, I guess. And how is it working for you? They don't even know. And then I go, well, why do you use yellow pages? This is something else that bores me. Well, because we always have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a good good answer. We always have now, and I totally understand that. So how's that been working for you over the years? Again, what do you mean? <laughs> well, do you know what or where your clients are coming from? And and most lawyers, people who are in business, cannot answer that question because they have nothing, uh, no way of tracking it. They don't. Well, I guess there's no system 
in place. And we talk quite a bit about systems, obviously, but that they have no system in place to mm-hmm. to when when somebody calls in, the receptionist, the secretary, the paralegal, whoever answers the phone, um, doesn't ask that question. Well, Mr. Uh, Jones, how did you hear about us? Because because we like mm-hmm. to know, and it's just a simple thing. Well, gee, you know. Jim, Jim Thompson referred me over to you, and and I also like you said, Nick. I also went to your website and checked you out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's the, you know, wait. So now here, the lawyer knows. Here's a, here's a, here's a quick problem though. Here, here's a quick problem, Jim. <laughs> and I hope that maybe I'm uh, putting the cart before the horse here, but um, a lot of times when I've heard, I've I've talked to people and said. Have the you know whoever's answering the phone have them ask where the business is coming from either or put it on an intake sheet or something or and what okay. they'll what here's what I always see they'll say online <laughs> well the internet okay yeah. do you know where on the internet so what what I've what I've done with people before is because they said that that's not helpful because they can't determine if it's because yellow pages they could be spending a lot of money with them and they could have a sure. static blank site somewhere or whatever. Or it could have been, you know, LinkedIn. It could have been, they just say the Internet. So, you know, that's why I think, like, it's good to ask them certain questions. Did you see our Facebook page? Did you know we had a Facebook page? Did you know that our Facebook page is from the website? Did you see the website? You know, and ask them, oh, yes or no, or you can find, like, where they, because otherwise the, the people you're asking are going to potentially fail to answer the question uh, as, as poorly as the person asking, the, you know, too vague of a question so that we don't really know. You know, it, it's interesting. You, you pointed out something, it, and it, it kind of all goes hand in hand. It's, it's when you talk to lawyers and other folks about, well, do you ask for referrals? No, I, I don't. Uh, and why? Uh, you know, they can't answer it. Well, they can't answer the why, but they don't want to tell you why. A lot of it goes back to a, a little fear of asking the question, well, well who referred you? Well, why do we even ask that question? I don't want to screw up this interview. I want to get that client in here right away, and, and I don't want to, you know, in, interfere and say, "Well, how did you how did you find out about us? How did you hear about us?" Um, as, what, as opposed to no, just assuming that you're the best law firm in the world or something, like you, you know, know unless you, it's like plainly obvious. <laughs> well, see, well, you know, and here let me let me kind of share something with you, which which what people don't understand. When you start asking questions like that, or your staff, your secretary, they start building a relationship because all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's showing you care. Well, how did you hear about us? Oh, that's great, you know, and, and, and you start that nice conversation instead of going, what's your problem? Come on in, you know, that type of stuff. And while I'm on that, while I'm on that, this is one of my pet peeves, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. Well, I think I might know I, what this one is. When was the last time you called your office or had some of your friends, somebody call your office a couple times and find out exactly how those phones are answered? Because <laughs> that is, you know, that's the first impression they make. I might refer Nick to, to my buddy John over there, who is the best divorce lawyer in town. And Nick calls the law office and he gets turned off by the way the secretary answers the phone. Okay, why don't you check and see how it's being answered? Why don't you sit down with your staff, and this includes the other lawyers in your firm, and say, okay, we got a protocol for answering the phone, and this is what it is. 
So when somebody calls, this is what you say to them. I don't care whether you're the senior partner or you're the lowly receptionist that got hired yesterday. This is the system of answering the phone. These are the things that we want to, to, to get across to our clients, that we're friendly, that we care about that. You know, it, it, it's so uh, refreshing when I call office and I talk to somebody and that they're almost like, you know, we want you to come in. We want you to feel uh, this, 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 this friendliness of our office. And I was, this, is, this is interesting. It just happened this week, and I was listening to a, a couple of other lawyers out on the West Coast that, that run an estate planning thing, Wealth Council, I can't remember the exact name, but they were talking about, you know what's going on in the law field right now? And it's all becoming uh, the technology. Every lawyer, you know, why, why has uh, Rocket Law and all these other uh, uh, companies that can do your will for $39, why have they sprung up? And are you going to be able to compete with them? And they're, they're basically saying, you know, here's the deal. In four or five years, that's going to be all over the place. You're going to see, you can order a, uh, you know, a 35-page trust document on the Internet. You can do this. You probably can do it, handle your own personal injury case on the Internet. What is going to differentiate you? <laughs> and the whole key that they talk about, and, and I preach this all the time, is building people mm-hmm. that want that personal touch uh, you, you know, that they want to be able to know that what they're doing, what they're saying, people are listening to. If I go on Rocket Lawyer and I get a will or I get a power of attorney, you know, they go, here, go to check box A, you need it for this and this, and then they print it out and I got it. I don't even know whether it's any good, but there, guess what? It, it, Nobody's taking and, the time. And, no, and their incentive, the, the computer doesn't have a, a built-in well, the computer's incentive would be numbers and how many uh, other people sure. would convert to being clients and whatnot. But you know, when you're dealing with a human, a human being has the incentive to do a good job. And when someone comes to us as a referral and we're building that relationship, we have more in this. We have more stake in the game. Um, I want to bring something up that's interesting: this concept of a sense of ownership. If you have a big case and a big deal, and it's really important that it gets done right. You're willing to spend um, the appropriate dollar amount to make sure that, you know, so you're going to hire a good lawyer. You're going to spend that money. You're, I mean, that's a big check for a lot of people to write sometimes. And that is, there's a sense of ownership uh, involved in, you know, and this sense of like, I am part of this thing. Similar to brand loyalty when we have, you know, I have Chevy trucks. I'm a, 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 a fond family member of the Chevy family, you know, first, you know, just for example, people have that same sort of visceral feeling when they're hiring professionals. And we need to start paying more attention to our law firm and our reputation as a brand, because I'll tell you what, who determines what your brand is are the happy clients. You may think you're the smartest and most creative lawyer and, you know, it could be a, you know, the reason you're memorable um, in your own head, maybe very different from what all of these other people think about. You know, hey, we like this guy because he's funny. You might not even think you're a funny person, but like, they may think that that's an endearing quality, and you get things done better. Or, you know, whatever it is, or uh, you know, someone's ability to. I mean, I've seen some of these. I've known some lawyers who other people settle with them just because they don't want to have to deal with them anymore because they're so, yeah. uh, you know, on the point and so exact. So there's just so much more psychology and what's going on and we need to you know start 
when we're thinking about professional services marketing and professional services and where the clients come from, if we think in terms of consumer psychology or the experience of someone going to get a new tablet or phone or device, um, and what's that, what motivates them? Now start stepping away and thinking of it in some of these more ethereal things and applying them. And it, it, I think, well, that's why I love what I do. It's fun. Um, yeah, you know, some more it, thoughts. It, somebody, somebody asked me, I think we covered this to talk about it in one of the shows too, about, about customer service and what people should be looking for. How should they treat their customers? And there's a very simple answer to that. And it's how would you want to be treated? If you were calling a law firm, how would you want to be received by the person answering that phone? What would be important to you? You know, uh, the friendliness of the person answering the phone, the, the, the just the general overall atmosphere. Not, and then just the phone. This goes to the whole atmosphere of your office. And we're talking about initially tracking things. But... Uh, when someone walks into your office, how do they feel? Do they feel comfortable? Do you offer them coffee? Uh, do, you, uh, or do you sit them next to five other people that, you know, uh, they don't want to talk to anyway? Uh, is there, what, is, what is the whole overall atmosphere of your office? I want to go back to one thing. That before I this came up the other day. Uh, one of the LinkedIn groups I'm in, and one of the, the young ladies posted that she's a solo, and, and one of her problems is, is answering the phone. Or she doesn't have a secretary, and she's you know she said well basically I'm meeting with a client and I see the phone ring, and I know that may be a good client that I want to talk to, but I can't get to talk to right. Okay, fine, we understand that we're all busy, but here's something you really really need to think about, and there are phone services out there that you got to be professional. You, you know you can't have all your phone messages going to your voicemail. You know, after 5 o'clock, maybe that's fine every now and then. But you need to have somebody that, if it's an answering service, and I know answering services have come a long, long way uh, in the way they used to do things. But uh, I know here here in Chicago, uh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. There's there's many of these uh, virtual offices, and, and one that I'm very familiar with is Amata. And for $100 a month, they'll answer your phone, there's a there's a live person you get to know you because you go in there and you see this person they get to know you you can answer your phone um, you can have your mail sent there and you can use their conference space uh, two hours a month that is perfect for some of these young solos or even if you're you know uh, when I say young even if you just decided to go into practice you've been in practice for the law for 20 years you decide to go out on your own these things are perfect for you because you have a live person answering your phone, and that is very, very professional. You know, you, you got to spend a little bit of money. Uh, there's another service I, uh, I hear mentioned quite frequently. I have no real interest in them. I haven't contacted them. I don't know. Uh, I think it's called Ruby. Um, but mm -hmm. I know about that. Here, yeah, here's the deal. When somebody calls you, you know, what is the first impression? You know, and I have, or here's the other thing. You see, you see this. I've seen this a couple times. People have mentioned this. That somebody comes on the TV, you know, one of these PI lawyers or whatever, debt relief lawyers or all that, and they give you a phone number to call, right? And I talk to other lawyers and clients. I said, why did you get that person as a uh, as a bankrupt client? Well, they saw this guy on TV. They called his office. Nobody ever answered the phone. So why are you even spending the money? And you're not going to professionally answer the phone. 
you see where I'm going here. You've got to understand where your clients are coming from, how you can best serve those clients that are calling you. And the first, I don't want to say line of defense, the first line of offense is that first person that's going to answer the phone. Going back to something I said just a minute ago, I don't care whether it's the receptionist, the secretaries, the paralegals, the associates, or the senior partners. There ought to be a, uh, a system in place on how the phone is going to be answered when somebody calls in. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the first thing, you know, you're very, you have somebody, oh, have somebody very friendly answering your phone. Boy, we've all gotten this knob as, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you know, filing your nails. Oh, I'm on wow. hold now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get to say hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mind if I put you on hold? <laughs> so, thing, thing. You know, Hello. But you, you get who is very friendly, who is, is, is compassionate. Maybe that's a better word, is compassionate. Because, you know, especially the, the folks that are calling in with the consumer law type questions or the consumer law problems, and I'm talking about the, you know, the, 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 the kid just got arrested or they got sued by their wife for the divorce or they um, they, they got a, a, they just got a, a foreclosure notice. The things that something needs to take action right away, okay? So they're, some, somebody's, you know, all of a sudden they've gotten sued. Well, they need to know what to do. So they're calling. Well, you know, they may, they may not have somebody that they can that, that can refer them. They may not know somebody. Okay, so what are they doing? Maybe they're going to the yellow pages or maybe they're going mm-hmm. on to the, the websites or whatever. Okay, somehow they found out about you. How did they find out about you? And when you talk and, 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 and you sue them, right? They're calling a bunch of folks. Okay, so maybe they've called five law firms. I don't know. I got blown off by that one. I got blown off by that one. That one didn't answer the phone. And finally I get one and go, Hi, this is uh, uh, Nick Augustine's law office. How can I help you? You know, wait a minute. That's that's kind of a friendly voice. How can I help you? Holy cow, nobody's asked me how they can help me. All they want to know is... And then you get into this conversation, you know. And and, and you don't have to ask them right away, well, you know, how how did you find out about us? Yeah, you want to know when to ask that because otherwise it kind of yeah. sounds a little bit suspicious. Yeah, you, you, How did you know we were you here? That, <laughs> yeah, you build that into the conversation. And it's right. important to ask that at some point in time. No, you don't just go, hi, Jim Thompson's office. Oh, by the way, how'd you call us? Uh, you know, yeah, what did you think and, about and, our website? Yeah, no. Right. You know? Well, and the people who do this right, Jim, um, I will suggest, I have nothing to back this up, but I will suggest that People who engage the public in a consistently professional manner are more likely to get positive responses and referrals than the most, uh, than the most, I know, okay, for example, I know a lawyer in uh, your area, Jim, who is, who gets a lot of cases. He's very well published. He's a supreme being among certain attorneys and whatever, but the guy, you know, but the office is rude, and they're not pleasant to deal with. And I don't direct business that direction because, I, you know, the, the guy may be a superstar and, like, some real – you know, I think most people need average lawyers. I really do. For, mm-hmm. for, most mm-hmm. of their, for most of their things that they need done, you really don't need some, you know, superstar. 
Uh, you need an average attorney who knows how to navigate the system. And part of the, part of the thing about being a good attorney is being able to navigate professionally. And when you have a professional demeanor about you um, and you keep that consistent, judges are going to respect you, other counsels are going to respect because you're not seen as a potential loose cannon, you know, hothead who's just going to run their mouth and say whatever. People who are really cautious on how they answer the phone, how they communicate with people are also the people who are probably better at keeping information in line. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, my parents, every time we left the house as kids, they said, you know, you represent this family every time you leave the house, blah, blah, blah and all this, and so we were so scared of, you know, we thought everyone was mic'd and everyone was wired and everyone would go back to mom and dad if we didn't say something correctly or if we spoke out of turn and, you know, didn't use our pleasing thank yous. So, you know, yeah. I think that that speaks volumes for people, and people will, you know, the people who they know run a nice, tight, professional ship, you know, even if they're just people of average intelligence, will do a better job, will get more referrals, and will be more successful. You know, and, and something right along those lines is people don't know how good a lawyer you are. Uh, no. And think about this. Think about this in terms of lawyers don't know doctor. if they're a good lawyer or not, really. Well, you go to a doctor. How do you know? Right? <laughs> how do you know whether it's a good doctor or not? It, it, and, and let's assume that you just go to this doctor and nobody's referred to. You just happen to get to this doctor. And it's how this doctor comes across. You're making a judgment on this doctor's personality and how he treats you. One of the things I, I, I try to get across to lawyers, you know, that you, you talk about this unique selling proposition, the USP. What do you have? Why are you unique as a lawyer? And, you know, quite frankly, all the lawyers are the same out there. I mean, all the divorce lawyers are the same. All the PI lawyers are the same, with, within certain exceptions, obviously. But you know what differentiates them is their personality and how they treat people and how they come across. I could go to a lawyer. He could be the worst lawyer. He graduated at the bottom of his class. He doesn't know crap about anything, but he comes across as being caring and concerned and, and well-meaning versus somebody that, you know, is, is the top of their class and has all the accolades and everything who's, like you just said, is rude as hell. Um, you know, who's going to get hired? Now, it depends on the situation and a bunch of other things, but you've got to understand people are looking to hire someone that cares about them. The legal profession yeah. has gotten a very, very bad reputation that lawyers are just in it for the money and they don't care about clients. It's just how they can churn the case, churn the, the billing, and keep sending bills out. Uh -huh. and, yeah. and if you act like you use car salesmen, you're going to get traded like a used car salesman. But for people yep. to say, a lot of lawyers are like used car salesmen. No one likes them until they need them, and they need them, and they go to them yeah. regardless, blah, blah, blah. You know? But yep. it, it doesn't need to be like that. And you know, I think that there's just there's – I think that there's a new – I think there's a paradigm shift when, the, when any industry gets saturated and there's no need. Um, you know, and we talk about software – Certain uh, software we might see at ABA Tech Show could uh, really replace, you know, um, I mean, <laughs> in order to justify your value and your existence as a professional in any industry, uh, you know, you need to really rise above and, and get past, you know, some of these changes in, in how things operate and how 
people are making their decisions and how they're shopping and choosing you know, products and services. Just because whatever's worked for a million years has worked for a million years doesn't mean, I mean, it, technology is changing things at an exponential rate. Um, a lot of businesses are changing how they, they do what they do. I mean, my business wouldn't have existed 10 years ago. So oh, really gosh, being no. flexible and adapting is what it takes. And I tell you, I see a lot of senior attorneys who are very humble in trying to learn uh, what a lot of, uh, you know, things that may come to easy to other folks, um, you know, with regards to a lot of this technology, but they're getting it done. And, um, you know, and then you find some of these grumpy lawyers who say, well, you know, I uh, put my ad in the phone book and it worked forever and now these young whippersnappers and their Facebook pages and all that, and they're getting the business and they're friendly yeah. about it and they see themselves as I'm a lawyer, I'm part of the system of people. I'm a sir, you know, I'm a public, almost a servant within, uh, in a professional servant to serve the people. And you know, and if 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 lawyers humble themselves and come across like real human beings who are there to humbly serve their customers, they'll do a lot better than being like king of the castle and pay up if you want the access to info. You know, that top-down oh. approach is just doesn't work anymore. It's gone. You know. It, it, and you hit a nail on the head with something else, too. It's, it's a lot of these uh, older senior lawyers that have been practicing for quite a while. It's my way or the highway. And then their understanding of uh, getting new clients is like, well, I'm the best lawyer in town and I should be getting clients. And like you said, this young lawyer that just set up shop right down the street, he's got clients coming out the door and I'm getting clients. <laughs> what the hell am I doing wrong? You know, and, and, and what you're doing, what you're doing wrong is missing the boat that the practice of law has changed. Obviously, one of the reasons is there's so darn many other lawyers out there, young lawyers hungry. But the other simple reason it's changed is the technology. You know, well, I got a website. Oh, oh, okay, how much did you pay for your website? I did it myself. Oh, they go on and you look at your website, and, you know, it's uh, pictures of the Chicago skyline and how great I am and all the great things I do. And you know how quickly that gets passed over? Boom. People don't understand that and again it's the same thing of answering you know answering the phone and then somebody's going maybe looking at your website okay if you don't have a decent website that reflects you I mean I refer somebody to, to a lawyer right and, and you hit the nail on the head I think a little while ago when I refer somebody to a lawyer uh, you know uh, most of the time somebody will tell me you know hey Jim thanks a lot and I'm gonna go check out his website or her website you mm -hmm. know I check out the website before I even refer them because I know if they go to a website and it looks like crap, you know. They do look like crap for referring someone who's crappy, you know. Exactly. It, it, you know, it's just, yeah. It's the same it, way, you, you know, know. We don't wear a cheap suit. I, don't travel crap. You know? I, I, I came I across. Uh, I was I was looking at a lawyer's website the other day. A lawyer asked me to look at it, and I was looking at it, and um, so the it, it wasn't too bad. But then there's a section, testimonials, right? Okay, I go to testimonials, and there's not a testimonial there. Well, what the hell does that say about this guy? They built the if page you don't have testimonials, dump, dump the page. You know, and, and if you're going to write blocks, write blocks. If you're not going to write blocks, don't have that, you know, under construction. Well, you know, it's under construction for four years. <clears throat> what What is that all about? You, you've got to understand the marketing aspect of it. And if you don't like marketing, then forget and say the relationship, 
building aspect of it. Forget the term marketing. Now, lawyers hate the term sales and marketing. Okay, talk about relationship building. And that's what it's all about right now. And if you're not out there and you don't have things in, 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 in place to build relationships, um, you're going to sink. Uh, two things I want to get to before we run out of time. Um, but the first thing, I've gotten up two or three maybe more emails from folks who have said, what is it that you told us to put at the end of our phone message? So I'm going to put that out one more time, and if somebody wants me to you know, write it out for them, send me an email, I'll do it. But it's just simply a few words, and it's you know, right at the end of your you know, kind of outgoing, you know, this is Jim, blah, 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 you put in there, by the way, if you were referred, please let us know who referred you so that we might thank them. I'm going to do it slowly again. By the way, if you were referred, please let us know who referred you and so that we might thank them. So the one other thing I want to touch on, I, and, and Nick, this is, this is incredible. We're going to go program on this in about three weeks. I came across uh, a, a company, um, a website, or well, not a website, a, a company that has this tracking system. It's called Contactually. And I just heard about it last week, and I just started with it. And if it pans out to be what I think it's going to be, just on the very surface of what I've, I've done so far, it is going to be an absolute boon for people following up with people. Um, cool. So I'm, oh, it's, it's incredible. I'll send you the link to it, Nick, and you can take a look at it. I but will, and we'll look at that and is, consider that. And we are, we are, Tim, we are out of time. So can you just give folks the email address if they want a copy of the book and way to contact you? Sure, it's jet jet at lawyersmarketingresource dot com. All right, all right. So that is how to send Jim an email, and we will talk about all this good stuff and continue uh, developing new ideas for people who are building their law practice. Uh, Mondays at uh, noon usually. We're at 10 o'clock today. But, Jim, I want to thank you for your time today. Oh, my pleasure, Nick. I just hope that, right. that some of the lawyers out there, you know, would, would take heart and start making a bunch of money by doing what we're asking them to do. Exactly. It's starting as a build the habits and doing the right way yes. and building systems and all that. So we're out of time. We're probably over here. So we're going to say goodbye. But we'll be back next week on Law Talk Radio. Again, thank you all for sharing our uh, programs and you see them on your Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn pages because that's how other people find out about our programming. And um, that is about all for this morning. Thank you all again and have an enjoyable Monday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.